The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You Break Wheel Fix is a wheel repair and refinishing company located in North Miami with 15 years experience. Fix bent or cracked wheels damaged on the streets of South Florida. Fast turnaround times on most repairs and we even offer loaner wheels while we fix or refinish your wheels so you can keep your car on the road without interruption. Are your wheels faded or peeling? You Break Wheel Fix offers complete refinishing back to factory standards. Bored with the look of your wheels? You Break Wheel Fix offers 5,000 different finishes to customize the look of your wheels. Don't spend money on new wheels when you can renew them at You Break Wheel Fix. You Break Wheel Fix offers a full line of custom wheels and tires for every vehicle application. We offer in-house repair and complete vehicle customizations. Call You Break Wheel Fix today at 305-748-0112 or online at YouBreakWheelFix.com. That's the letter U breakwheelfix.com we're on social media can be found at you break wheel fix on google instagram facebook linkedin or yelp mention five reasons sports when you call and receive 15 percent off your repair let me introduce you to another sponsor bestever.com that is b-s-t-e-v-r.com bestever.com is a fantasy sports simulator that uses real life data to simulate hypothetical situations for example Ever wondered if Dan Marino could win a Super Bowl with a top 10 running game? We all have. You can do that with bestever.com. Let's say the Dolphins are in the running for a big free agent. Just add them to the current team and simulate games to see how it can turn out. Just open a free account and start building your own story and have bestever.com spit out game stories just for you. Bestever is not only fun to use, but has many uses beyond just curiosity. Go to bestever.com. That's B-S-T-E-V-R. Com. This show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a revolutionary new daily fantasy game whereby you pick two, three, or four players to go over or under their fantasy point projections, and if you're correct, you win. Pick two or more players from the same sport or league, or go cross leagues for your parlay. Use the promo code FIVE, that's F I V E, FIVE, and receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. But first, sign up at prizepicks.com to start winning today. Welcome to Three Yards Per Caddy, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon. And we're on it. Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry. Two shows in one week, and that's for this offseason. I'm afraid of Tiaga. Simon Clancy is here. Chris Kaufman is here, and we'd like to welcome back a new sponsor, not really new, a sponsor of Five Reasons Sports Network, and that's Biscayne Bay Brewing Company. 
what uh what was it that i used to say the saison right saison mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and the marlin's lager is that right lager didn't you say lager lager, lager. i used to say lager but it's lager mm-hmm. of course i gotta get down there so they could give me some beer do they do they understand that by sponsoring this show that i could like bankrupt the company by by as much beer that i drink like I gotta, I gotta show up down there, right, and say. Well, you know, l- luckily they're not going to give us free beer. No, but they gotta give me some, right? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, gotta keep up. We got our. Hey, you guys our get mans- money. I'll we get. We got our manscape. We got our manscape packages from manscape. So uh, you know, I'm just saying. So yeah, you could pick it up anywhere. You, you could put it in your Instacart. Have it delivered to your house. Of course, it's at Publix. And you know, and if you want to, you could go right down to the Biscayne Bay Brewing Company. Check them out, BiscayneBrewing.com. All right, guys. Well, you know, free agency is exactly a month away. I just checked. Exactly a month away. And the Dolphins have some free agents on their, that they got to deal with. And some of them are really interesting asks. In a previous show, we already talked about Nick Needham and the restrictive free agents that they have. And essentially, these guys will be on the team, maybe. Mm-hmm. Except Isaiah Ford. I think we, we could summarily dismiss that Isaiah Ford is an idea in 2021. Mm-hmm. Right, Simon, Chris? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. All <laughs> right. so, so, uh, so poor Isaiah Ford gets exactly four seconds on this episode. But we'll move on to Nick Needham. And I got one question. Does he get extended, Simon? Or is it – or are they trying to – I don't know, maybe Noig Benogany? gets his snaps, and then they could tell Nick Needham, hey, you know, go get rich somewhere else? Or does he get extended this year? Simon. Um, it's a good question. I don't know the answer to. I, I, I wouldn't surprise me, actually, but it'd have to be a friendly enough deal because there are other deals coming down the pipeline. Jerome Baker, Mike Gesicki. You know, some good nickel corners in this draft as well. Um, he's played well. He's generally played well. You know, nickel corners are hard to find. He's twitchy. Uh, he gets his hands on a lot of footballs. Um, he's a solid tackler. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he did, if the, if the price was right. Hmm. Chris, are they extending him or are they just running out the string here for, for Nick Needham? I think... I'm not not saying that they're running out the string. I I, just, I think they'll do a wait and see, um, honestly. And I he is the type of guy that they might they might extend. Um, and I think he and Zach Sealer are kind of in the same boat. And they got Zach Sealer back on a contract that's a really good one for what kind of player he is. And I remember Nick Needham, you know, commenting on it, be really excited excited for uh, for Zach about that. And it wouldn't surprise me if they offered him something like that. But if he wants something more than that, then um, then they they just might you know do a wait and see because they do have irons in the fire, and uh, they got to see what Igbenogane's got for them and and whether Byron Jones is going to ever move inside as we know that he he's done in his career. Um, different points so there there could be they've got if they've got the time because it's an an exclusive rights restricted free agent Mm -hmm. and so that basically means he's on the team for cheap got they've got the time to use it you know um don't don't be in a hurry to to lock yourself into things when you when you have the ability to gather more information and that's kind of where i see it 
All right. Now, moving on. Did anybody see anything from Adam Pankey that suggests he's on the team this coming season? Because he is a free agent. No. Anyone? I have no Hanky idea. Panky Panky. No. No. Okay. <laughs> well, you never know if, like, you know, he's secretly Lemuel Jean-Pierre's, like, favorite guy or something. I, I don't know. I know nothing about him. Brian Flores did talk him up in, in one presser. He did talk him up. He said that he had, he had some mm. notable snaps. Uh, I think it was against Kansas City. Yeah, he had some noticeable snaps. So, if you look at him, he's, you know, he's a big guy. He's mobile, you know. Mm-hmm. But and it, he was a guy that they seemed to ferry along onto the roster all year against all odds. It, it, it kept looking like he was going to be cut, and he managed to make it through. So he's a free agent. So I guess we will know for sure what they really think of him. Julian Davenport is obviously a goner, right, Simon? It's yeah, time to 100%. get a new idea, uh, backup left tackle. Well, you know, when they draft Penny Sewell at three, that probably won't be an issue. <laughs> Yes. All right. I don't think we're going to spend too much time on Devon Godshaw because we did so on a previous show, but uh, let's put a, a percentage chance that he returns. I guess I'll ask Chris first. Percentage chance that Devon Godshaw returns this year? I'd give a solid 25 because it could be another Brock Marion situation we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simon? 9%. I'd say zero. I, say, I think. Uh, Not 8%? No, nine. I think they're moving on. You're really saying something there, then. Yeah, I think they're moving on, and they're going to look for a true zero type to to sign. And he could be a guy cut out there somewhere that we don't know of yet. And then we're one of the one of these days. Justin Ellis, look out for Justin Ellis that way. Played for the Raiders at nose. Um, Reggie McKenzie drafted him. You know, I think one of these days we're going to log on to Twitter and say, "Wait a minute, that guy got cut." He would, yeah. he would look nice, right? That could be. That could be. And that's well, something that I but think. But will that guy come here to be, as as we discussed last episode, come to be fourth fourth man on a two-man rotation? I don't know um, how attractive it will be. I think you got to get somebody that has, like, the smell of desperation on them. And that's where I bring up a guy like Justin Ellis, who um, who was good at nose for, you know, Reggie McKenzie got him for uh, the Raiders. Um but then he went to the Baltimore Ravens last two years and it's really just kind of, kind of flopped and he's 30 years old. And so he's like in that situation where it's like, I'm really hoping for a phone call. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it in the previous show, moving on from there, uh, Landon Roberts. But I think that that's a guy that they will, they will seek to keep. Like he didn't look like, you know, it didn't look like a marriage of convenience. It looked like something that, they wanted going forward and Brian Flores really likes them. So do you think he sticks longer term, Simon? Sorry, I just got a WhatsApp message I was reading. I didn't even hear your question. No. Oh. So incredible. much for Alandon Roberts. Sorry, Alandon. You've been you've been allowed to walk because I was busy on WhatsApp. Yeah, I am sorry. I now I know what you said. Um I said it on last week's podcast uh or earlier in the week's podcast. I, I don't think you'll be back. Uh, I think they'll look to upgrade him. I thought he was solid, if unspectacular, but I think he's probably gone. Yeah, Chris? Same. uh, Just because of the – I mean, you never – again, I keep going back to this Brock Marion thing because he's injured. He's going into free agency injured. So who's going to call him? Who's going to call him, you know? And so um, so you can see him just be kept on – well, well, they're not going to go for Bud Dupree, in my opinion. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. 
and but you know you could see the situation where you're getting into the season and he's on the rolodex like he's an in-season signing or something like that he's yeah he's, he's one of convenience that tends to make that yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense to me Kevon frazier we talked about in a previous show uh deandre washington they traded a pick it turns out that the pick that they traded for deandre washington was just an upgrade in round which means a six for a seventh okay like that seems a pretty high par- price to pay for a guy who played what three games, so you got to think that he gets brought back at least to compete in the bottom of the roster, at least for the third or the fourth running back spot, right, Simon? Um, yeah. Sorry, I was just looking at Bud Dupree's market value. I mean, it's eighteen point two million a year according to Jesus Christ. You know, well, I mean, look at the numbers. Um, you know, they they have their their estimate is four years, seventy two point eight million, with an average salary of eighteen point two. So that isn't happening. Um, nope. You know, not a chance in hell. Um, not a chance in hell. And I just don't think the Dolphins will play us for tier one free agents. You know, we've talked about the Juju Smith Schusters and the Chris God. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that's the market they're going to play in. I don't think they can afford to. I think there's bigger fish to fry coming down the down the pipeline in terms of keeping some of their own guys, Baker, Gesicki, we talked about it earlier in the week. So I don't think that there will be players that, you know, like Chris just said it, you know, the first few days of free agency, I do not envisage Miami being involved whatsoever, but I also think it'll be a completely unique free agency. There'll be lots and lots of players that would never normally get cut um, out on the market. who will be looking for one or two year prove it deals uh, for when the cap does go back up after the, the TV deals and the end of the pandemic. So, um, but no, I don't see us being big players, certainly for, for Bud Dupree to answer your previous question. All right, but DeAndre Washington, he has to make it up. No. If not, they threw away. I mean, I don't think he comes back. I don't think he comes hmm. back. He showed absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, you know, I'm they could have, and that, that pick that they gave for him, that upgrade, I mean, they could have they could have gotten another long snapper there. Yeah, I'd have kept Matt Breeder. <laughs> you know. Um, I don't see. All right, and you're uh, speaking of which, there is no chance in hell Matt Breida comes back, right, Simon? None, none whatsoever. I mean, it would be a miracle. Why? It's a waste of a roster spot. Not because he's not talented, because he is, but they clearly just don't fancy him. They don't think he's. There must be something going on that we don't know about as fans. Um, yes. Otherwise, he wouldn't be playing because a lot of the time when he got the ball, he ripped off decent chunks of yardage. He was a really he was good player. Healthy scratch. Uh, the Dolphins. Yeah. The Dolphins were trying to get into the playoffs by winning the last two games of the season. And Matt Breda did not play a single snap in either mm-hmm. of the last two games. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you all you need to know. It. So, no, he won't be back. There's more chance, more chance of me getting carries than there is a Breda. Can I just throw out a non-sequitur, though, uh, a free agent that it wouldn't surprise me if they did visit and, like, and you, some might view him as Tier 1, but at this point he might not be anymore. Um they clearly had a hard on for Jadavian Clowney, right? Yeah. And yeah. and he's back on the market. Spotrack, I don't know how accurate they are, but they're saying he's only going to get like a six and a half million dollar annual salary. And I wouldn't be surprised if they they revisit that. Uh, just just throwing it out there. But um, it was anyway. so bad though. He was so I know. I know. Didn't even mm-hmm. have a sack. I tell you one player that I think they might look at. When he gets cut, which he undoubtedly will, is Preston Smith, um, who will likely be released by Green Bay. Uh, obviously, Rashan Gary playing really well, um, and Zadaria Smith still there. Uh, I think Preston Smith will get released. Wouldn't surprise me if they had a little look at him. 
29. So we'll see. Yeah. Again, I, I think I think Flores has a hard on for Clowney. I mean, so he may you say you say like he was bad in Tennessee, and I understand I understand the complaints fully. I mean, he didn't even have a sack. I mean, it was but Flores might look at that tape and still see a guy. So I just saying. Yeah, and since we're throwing out names, one one name that just keeps coming back to me that I think is something that they might want be into is Josh Reynolds, wide receiver for the Rams. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that they would explore. All right. I've been banging that drum for a while. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they want to establish the running game, you know, which is why I think they'll draft Penny Sewell. It's why I think they'll draft Najee Harris. And Josh Reynolds is one of the best blocking Titans in the league for a unit, i.e. the Rams, who are the best blocking receiving Just unit. Just call him a tight end. Uh, I don't think so, did I? Yeah. <laughs> He said he's one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. Did, that's what. Sorry, I meant receivers. See, it's uh, it's one a.m. So um, it's been a day. Yeah. All right. Now for the interesting guys, Mac Hollins, really good special teams player. Speaking of good blockers, really good blocker. I don't know that. I think he sticks. I think he sticks at the bottom of the roster. He's he's a good player for what you pay him and for what he is. Simon, he makes it back, right? Um. I mean, he's got hands of stone, frankly. Yes, that's a problem. Um, he's a very good special teams player, uh, special teams captain. So he could stick around. You know, you can't keep getting rid of good special teams players. You know, if you're going to get rid of Kayvon Fraser for Jedlam, these guys, one of them has got to stick around. And it wouldn't surprise me if it was Hollins. But, you know, he's not the sort of... I mean, he had the kind of arguably the most important catch of the season against Oakland. But nevertheless, he um, hands are not his strong point. I kind of think he's gone. I mean, I, I wish you, I wish you weren't because he's got the most entertaining Twitter feed of anybody on the, um, on the, <laughs> the team, but, um, and you know, you can talk all he's, he's a great guy and you know, good sense of humor and everything. But uh, I just, I just don't see it. They gave him the shot. They gave him a shot and he just kept dropping the ball. And, and I'm not sure there's going to be any kind of trust there. I mean, there, if you think about the fact that this wide receiver unit needs a, a, a remake like a, a makeover yes you know he's kind of square in there isn't he um so i you know i, I i'm not sure and you speak of blockers though i mean he he blocks like a tight end you know that if he does make it they might there might be a position switch there there might be a legitimate position switch going on and that would be how we make it all right yeah i tend to agree although you know he's you know for what he gets paid and for what he's supposed to be, I think he's a good football player. I think those are guys that you win with ultimately. If the bottom of your roster looks like that, I think that's pretty good. So, yeah, I think he makes it on. We already talked about Matt Hawk in a previous show. Tom Gruger Hill, poor guy. We talked about him as well. Ted Karras, Sport Track says that his market value is four years, $41 million. If the Dolphins give him four Fuck years, $41 that. million. Dollars, <laughs> I'm not in on that, okay? Wow. But, you know, they have a decision to make. This is the starter. He played every single snap at center, right? Yep. So, or I think. Yes, he did. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember him ever leaving a game. So, I'm pretty yeah. sure, certain he played every single snap. It's an important position. It's the smack dab in the middle of the line. He touches the ball on every play. He was the captain of the offensive line, which I don't know if that says something or not. But Simon, you know, are you going to compete for him? 
Or are you just going to say, you know what, throw your hands up and say, look, we're not paying him. We're going to go seek him, seek to replace him elsewhere. Probably not for agency, but most likely in the draft. Simon. Yeah, I mean, I'd keep him around, but not that contract. I'd keep him around because he's actually a really good interior uh, backup who can play all three positions. But forty-two million, I mean, I'd I'd rather saw off my penis with a rusty blade, even though it's not my money. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's not our. We we just cracked about that, you know, in an earlier podcast. It's not our money, so what do we care? But in this case, it's like really <laughs> um yeah. so yeah I, I just i wouldn't get into a bidding the problem is that he's a really young free agent so if you think about the free agents that um that are going to get bid in in this market um it's the young guys and that because that that tends to be where miami looks i mean they've got a thing uh chris greer or greer i mean they they just go straight down the list. I mean, you could sort by age and that's the, the top of that list is, is who they contact and who they start doing work on. Um, so that, but that's, he's like the third youngest center on the market and the other two, the two younger than him don't play. So that's, that's the problem. Um, Corey Lindsley, you know, we've talked about, he might be the best center in the league. Does he make it out of green Bay? Probably not. Uh, but that's the only other guy that I'd, I'd really want to look at as a free agent um, that would, that would get any kind of money. Otherwise I'm going to go see if somebody like, I don't know, like Ben Garland uh, can, can come here and play ball. Um, even though he's 32 years old, uh, he's probably not going to get a lot of phone calls uh, and not a lot of money. So save some money here and, and go with a young player like uh, Creed Humphrey or uh or, or Quinn Miners. I mean, if you go with a Ben Garland uh, as as like sort of a one year thing, or James Ferenc. I mean, they they know him. Um, you, you know, he was in New England. Then you you can draft somebody like Quinn Miners who played at Wisconsin Whitewater and you know learned to block from trees in the forest. I mean, it, it's it's um you can do that. You can bring him along. Uh, but if you you know, otherwise, otherwise you, you you don't have anybody. Then you need to get a guy who like like Creed Humphrey, who started like thirty seven games or whatever, and and just comes right in, ready to go immediately. Mm-hmm. I got an interesting story for since we're talking about centers and available centers. Last year, uh, probably around this time, we were talking about free agent centers that were that might make it out there. And everybody, and I'll show you the I'll show you the the pieces that were written about him. Matt Skura of the Baltimore Ravens. Everybody was talking about the who, the exactly. Baltimore. <laughs> Aren't they called Baltimore? Baltimore. Where's Baltimore? Baltimore. I want a nice Baltimore lager. <laughs> yeah, a Baltimore lager, and watch the wire from Baltimore. I had a, Baltimore. I had a lager on the plane from Chicago to Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are from Baltimore, they actually pronounce it Baltimore. Baltimore. They don't pronounce it. It's, it's not. They don't. They don't pronounce. Uh, I don't even think they pronounce the T. I think it's yeah. just Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, it's it's very strange. It's a little quirk in this country. But Matt Skura, at one point, he was considered. Oh, he's going to be the next big thing, and he's going to get a pile of money. He got one of the weirdest things that can happen to an athlete in anywhere and i don't know if you guys know about this but he got the yips 
snapping from center. What? The yips. It's a golfing yeah. term, Chris. Is it con- is it contagious? No, it means like golfers that can't swing or can't putt because they just it just goes the ability yeah. to do it mentally. There's a book oh. called my ba- there's a very famous book called My Baby Got the Yips, which is about a, a golfer who's really good and they just fucking just can't hit it. You know, couldn't hit a beach ball with a stick. Wow. Well, that happened to Matt okay, Skirt, and serious. he got benched. Okay, benched. To the point where, okay, you cannot snap the ball anymore because if you snap it over Lamar Jackson's head again, we're gonna have, we're just gonna have to cut you. They actually turned him into a guard. Well, guess who's gonna be a free agent again? Any chance whatsoever that they revisit this? No, right? Career's over, no. Simon. I'm gonna say no. No. The Ips sound quite. How serious. do you go from one of the be- from one of the best centers in football to out of the league at the age of 28? The yips. Yes, that's exactly. I, I guess. I, mean, I guess that's how you go out. Man, the so no reclamation yeah. project. It really man. makes wow. you think. I mean, what if I get? What if I get the yips? No what, reclamation what? projects, huh? Wow. What What do you do that's going to get the yips? Masturbating? Can you get the mas? Can you masturbate? Can you get the masturbatory yips? Ask the doctor. Doctor, I'm suffering from bad wanking. Have I got the yips? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't have it. I just don't have the touch. Some of that is and weird. Uh, uh, you know, Matt Skur is the latest example. But do you guys remember what happened to Rick Ankeel? Who? He was the pitcher. Did you just make that name up? No, Rick Ankeel. Or is this is this another like pronunciation thing? No, that's Rick Ankeel. Is this like is this like Keenan and Kel? Are they two separate people? Rick Ankeel. No, his last name is Ankeel. He was a rookie of the year at pitcher. He forgot how to throw the ball over the plate. From I think one I year know. to the next. I think I could only name two baseball players. Yeah, one of them is on your your hypothetical team, right? Christian yeah, Christian Yelich. Yes. Mike Trout is the other one. <laughs> I'm not sure I could name any other baseball players currently. Oh, CC yeah, well, Sabathia, does he still play? No, he's retired. And- yeah, and, and if he's not retired, he should be retired. He's 100 years old. What happened Keel, to that dude? Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. What happened to that dude that played for the Red Sox that, that got attacked or mugged or had a heart attack or something? He's been retired for four years. David no, Ortiz. has he? Yeah. Oh, like, okay. which, which, which was it? Because those are a lot of different things. Like I think all of those things happened. After mugged or big, had a heart attack? Yeah. Big Pappy. Yeah, that Big Pappy. Oh, yeah, Big, big Pappy. David Ortiz, yes. Okay, all right. Yeah. I just that found it I, weird. That one even I know. I've never heard of this before, but yes, Matt Skura has the yips, and he's gone from budding superstar at center to possibly out of the league, now a free agent. And according to my two co-hosts, no chance he's a reclamation project. Of course, I saved the best for last. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Simon. No, he won't. No. Zero chance. Wow. Zero. Zero. Really? Zero. Zero, Zero point. Point. Zero. Zero. Okay. Why is the it begs the question why? He's he's an adequate backup quarterback. He's yeah, I think he still win games. I think he still wants to start part one. I hmm. think he feels badly done by. I think in all truth about what really? happened. He's such a pro. I think so. I think so. And he's such a pro, he never let it show, but 
I think he's going to go. Look at me. There's a poem for you. Um, yeah, I think you'll probably go. Do you know where I think you'll probably end up? You'll probably start the season at the Patriots. Wow. <laughs> he'll just, he'll, he's got to complete the set. He's He's been yeah, in exactly. Buffalo, New York, and Miami. So there's one left. Go for it. So really, no, he's, Chris, he make he's, any gone, he's gone. Uh, no, no, I, I think he's gone, period. I think, I think that they... It's just time to move on. That's all. And and it's I don't think he's mad at say for instance Tua and I think he totally understands the decision, but that doesn't mean he wants to be here. Um so I think that you know he's he he wants to start, he wants the chance to start. Here they're not even going to give him the chance to start here. No. That's the thing. Like if he comes in, if he comes in to this roster, you know, there it's not a competition between he and two two as the starter and yeah maybe maybe they pull some more shenanigans where it's the fourth quarter and a totally hopeless situation they're like you know hey fitzpatrick sit, go go toss it around see if you can complete some hail marys um but yeah he's not going to be the starter he's not even going to be in competition for it and i think he demands better than that uh, or otherwise, otherwise he'll just retire i mean he's comfortable he's got a huge family Mm-hmm. Can I just um can I just say something by the way? Apropos of not a great deal, but you know, like in the earlier show this week, we, you were talking about like scat and stuff, and Chris and I had nothing to do with it, but it was just. I was talking. really hoping for like a one hundred percent less scat talk in this. So was I. So was I. But you know that Alf, you were <laughs> but here. We are, about, and Chris and I were like distancing, like beep beep beep. This vehicle is reversing. <laughs> beep beep. We were like out of it, and you were talking about it, and then tonight. We were talking about wanking or okay. I just tweeted something um, about what my missus said about, are you doing the Dolphins podcast tonight? And I was like, yes. And she was like, oh, great. More crap about some third round tight end from Utah who weighs 223 pounds and has a vertical leap of six foot three. <laughs> and I said, Brant Creety is actually this guy, although he's 232 pounds. And she said, I made that up and it's actually real. Question mark, question mark, question mark. And I was like, yeah, of course. Anyway. I just tweeted that, and some guy is like, which podcast? And I put, I said, three yards per carry, and he replied, subscribed. What a shock this dude is going to get when the first two things he hears. <laughs> Alf, talking about scat for 10 after, minutes. After the conversation about Manscaped. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and he's just replied again. Been looking for a decent Miami Dolphins podcast. Well, I subscribed to... What I subscribed to was a single person giving a monologue with no discussion, debate, or alternative point of view. Well, you're going to get that here, buddy. Plus, Oh, man. Shit. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I am so sorry, dude. <laughs> well, that begs the question. If Ryan Fitzpatrick is a goner, who's going to replace him? Are we just going to be one of those teams that if our quarterback goes down, we just get dead? We just, you know, season's over, pack it in, start thinking about the draft and free agency. Are we going to be one of those teams, or are we actually going to go compete for somebody that can actually win a game or two. Because I look at I the think, free agent list. Wow. Yeah, I think they'll end up with the kind of a Nick Folesy type. Uh, I think they've got that to. Good, two huh? is healthy. <laughs> well, two, two is healthy. Is, I well, mean, there's not enough. There's not, no, not him, but there's not 32 good starting quarterbacks in the league. Do you know what I mean? There's got to be, um, I, I think they will find a backup. You know, I don't know who that will be. Joe Flacco? Um, it could be like uh, Brian Hoyer, you know, Hoyer, something like that. That's pretty I mean, good. Yeah, but... yeah, I think it, 
you mentioned uh, you've mentioned before Mitch Trubisky, and I, I yeah. do think that they could get involved there. Um, because when when it when it goes like your status as a starter when it goes, yes, you like go it's gone, well. it's gone. I mean, it, like other teams aren't. What team is going to go into their like Mitch Trubisky? That's our plan at quarterback this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just it's gone. Once it's gone, it's gone. So. So yeah, the the Dolphins could get involved there legitimately. Um, if not, then you know start looking at start looking at guys like I don't know, Tarod Taylor maybe. Or, um, maybe you know could be Tarod Taylor, could be um, could Jacoby be Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. You know, could uh, definitely I could see that. Um, and it, it could be like I said, Brian Hoyer, because I know Brian Hoyer like presents value in the room. And it just, yeah. it feels right. It feels like the right thing since two is the starter to have somebody a little bit more experienced, um, just not named Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm. Yeah. Whatever they do, no, no Mike Glennon, please. please. Brandon Allen, something like oh, that. Mm. I can see Jacoby Brissett. He knows the staff. You maybe know. maybe Stenny Hoyer. Colt yeah. McCoy. Colt McCoy. Yeah, it is, but it, you know, that's the position. That... Mm. By the way, strong rumors, uh, thoughts on the way out here. It looks like Carson Wentz could be a Colt by this time. I thought next he was week. supposed to be a Bronco. No, that's yeah. I can't keep up. Broncos said that they're out and okay. they said it publicly, so you got to believe them, I guess. But it looks like Carson Wentz is a Colt, maybe by the next time we do this show next week. He could be a Colt. It's looking that way. Simon, is that the best fit? I think it is. It's a great fit, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, the Frank Wright connection, uh, I think we've talked about on the pod before. Uh, and it kind of has played out really with the firing of Doug Peterson. But but obviously, um, Frank Wright was a hugely integral part of everything that was so successful in the early Carson Wentz era. He's, he's really never recovered from that knee injury, whether it's a mental thing but just so much of his game has fallen apart. He's clearly a reclamation project, and Reich seems like the sort of guy that can help put him together. But I certainly wouldn't be paying what the, you know, the the Eagles were looking for them at minimum a mid first round pick, and I just wouldn't be paying that for a guy who has been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league over the past eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rumor, you know, by the way, is that the Colts are offering a second and a third, and they don't want to budge off of that. But. Yeah, Chris, your thoughts on that? Because I think it's a great fit for the Colts. You know, I, I kind of thought I kind of thought the Broncos might might have made a lot of sense, but um, yeah, it's certainly certainly it's a good it's a good fit for the obvious reasons, I guess. But um, I I don't know, it's not that interesting to me because I, you know it doesn't doesn't involve our guys, and you know it's not going to be in our division. And thankfully, but I think it's a so. direct competition. For a playoff spot, you think so? You th- well, I guess I guess I could see that, um, yeah, but I don't. I don't see it going well. I don't see it going well either. So hmm. uh, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, I really uh, like just, ro- just I like the roster is what I like. You know, it just it just occurred to me though that you know they, they went up they went down the road a little bit with Matt Canada, the Dolphins did, um, with this offensive coordinator position. And I kind of wonder, you know, because I know they. I know they talked a lot about personnel. Like they talked a lot about personnel. Um, and because he's a consultant, like this is, 
he consults about personnel and, and how to use them and what to go for and stuff like that. So it wouldn't surprise me if on the quarterback position, if they're kind of um, picking his brain about Josh Dobbs or Jacoby Brissett, because, you know, he coached both. He coached Jacoby back in college um, mm-hmm. and he coached, uh, you know, Josh Dobbs in, in Pittsburgh. And, um, and so I wonder about that, but uh, as for Carson once I could really care less. Yeah, I also wonder if Jacoby Brissett just, you know, comes back on a one year and tries to take the job from Carson Wentz. You know, maybe he seizes, you know, the opportunity. Maybe he says, you know what, I have a shot here to take the spot from him. Bad chance. Yeah, you're probably right. You know, they're going to send him elsewhere. Miracle, he made, he he signed a $30 million two-year deal, Jacoby Brissett. (laughs) Insane insane 30 million dollars for two years and i think he played six games in those two years but yeah well that's it there is no more we are exactly a little under a month away from free agency and it should be an interesting one because some really good players could get cut but i guess we'll begin to talk about that next week but till then thanks for listening to three yards per caddy You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.